Brothers and sisters, the most frustrating situation anyone can face is to exert a lot of effort in doing something and then discover that all his efforts have gone to waste. One of the scariest things for businessmen is to receive the news that stock market dropped and we lost everything. Or that he has been into a project and the project lost. That's why you see such people planning and putting risk plans and counter risk plans and plan B and plan C. And to try to avoid such a situation. It's a heartbreaking news that some believers will face on the day of judgment when they discover that their deeds have no rewards. Their good deeds, the rewards for their good deeds have been wasted. It is the most serious disaster when the slave, he or she, strives very hard in this life, trying to obey Allah Azza wa Jal and maintain him or herself on the path of Allah, and then come on the day of judgment and discover, instead of receiving glad tidings and good news, that he lost everything. As Allah Azza wa Jal says, وَقَدِمْنَا إِلَىٰ مَا عَمِلُوا مِنْ عَمَلٍ فَجَعَلْنَاهُ هَبَاءً مَنْثُورًا And we will turn to their deeds, reducing them to dust particles scattered. This is the result. Of some of the sins we commit, and this will be the consequence on the day of judgment. In the book of Al Imam al Bukhari, the Prophet said, Man Whoever abandons the Asr prayer, will have his deeds worthless. Ibn al-Qayyim commenting on this hadith said, if one intentionally abandons the salah for a day, then all the deeds, the good deeds he has performed on that day are wasted, are wasted, worthless, rewardless. And if he persists, then all his deeds will be with no reward. Another thing that is widespread is having a dog as a pet in the house. The Prophet ﷺ said, and this is reported by Al-Bukhari, whoever keeps a dog other than a dog to guard his sheep Flock or his 
plants his garden or a hunting dog will get his rewards reduced daily by a qirat. What is a qirat? A qirat was explained in another narration when the Prophet said, whoever performs the funeral prayer will get a qirat in reward and a qirat is as huge as the Mount of Uhud. That huge chain of mountains called Mount Uhud. That's the amount of reward. And this will be the amount of reward reduced daily for having a dog as a pet other than a guard dog or a hunting dog. Who amongst us performs deeds that will accumulate this much to lose this much every day? A very destructive deed indeed, which many people fall into, is to transgress the sacred limits of Allah Azza wa Jal when in seclusion. In the book of Imam Ibn Majah, and Al-Albani classified it as authentic. The Prophet said, I know groups of my ummah, some people from my ummah, who will come on the day of judgment with deeds that have rewards as huge as the chain of the mountains of Tuhama, a huge chain of mountains. But Allah Azza wa Jal will come on that day and make them like scattered dust particles. Worthless! So the companions became scared. They said, O oh, Messenger of Allah, describe them for us. Tell us about these people, the qualities of these people, lest we are committing what they are described to be committing, whilst we don't know. He said, indeed, they are your brothers, believers, and they pray at night, Qiyamul Layl, just like you do. And they are from your race. But they are people whom, when in seclusion, when behind doors, at night at the laptop or the mobile phone, alone when no one can see them, but they forget that Allah sees them and that the angels record. He said, but when they're alone, in seclusion, they transgress the limits of Allah. No one can see me. I'm going to do this. I'm going to say this. But Allah sees you and me. So beware of that. Putting forth anything or anyone before Allah and His Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. 
يا أيها الذين آمنوا لا تقدموا بين يدي الله ورسوله or you who believe do not bring forward yourselves before Allah and his messenger why and how can you put anything or anyone before Allah and his messenger Ibn al-Qayyim says it is to give precedence importance Make something come first, an opinion or saying, before Allah and His Messenger. What's the result? Lest your deeds go to waste, become rewardless, whilst you don't feel it. We have that nowadays. And it's been there for a while. Those who say, uh, this hadith doesn't make sense. If I cannot rationalize this hadith, then I will reject it even if it is in Sahih al-Bukhari. If it doesn't make sense to me, then I'm going to reject it. So they give precedence to their ration, their brains, And Allah Azza wa and His Messenger come second. That's destructive. That renders a deed or deeds rewardless. A lot of people give charity, spend generously. But the problem is that some people have the tendency of reminding those whom they gave with that they gave them, with their generosity. And they can even go beyond that and become harmful and hurt their feelings. Ya O you who have believed, do not invalidate your charity by reminding with your favor and your generosity and hurtful words. He goes in front of people, Oh, I gave so-and-so this. I did this favor to so-and-so. Or whenever he sees, uh, So how, how did I do a good job? How was it? Did it okay, you're good. Remember, I, I did this. I gave, is it good? Why? Al-Haythami rahmatullahi says, one should refrain from asking the person who does whom to whom he does a favor or give charity for a dua. Lest that will be against the reward. Aisha radiallahu anha. Whenever she used to give charity, she would send her servant after that person to whom she gave charity and tell him or her, see if he supplicates for me. And try to memorize these words so can I can supplicate using the same words so my reward will not be diminished by their supplication. In the book of Imam Muslim, the Prophet said, A man once said, I swear by Allah. Allah will not forgive so-and-so.
So Allah said, Who is it who is swearing that I will not forgive him? Indeed, I have forgiven him and invalidated all this man's deeds. And in another narration, he will be thrown in hell. Don't hasten into making judgments. Don't consider yourself above others when you see someone sinning. Ask Allah to guide him and to keep you on the right path because the situation can change and you can be the one who's sinning and he's not. Until you die, this is always a possibility that you can flip. As the Prophet ﷺ said, and this is in Sahih al-Bukhari, What matters is how you end your life. What matters with, with regards to your deeds is how you end your life. You can be pious and then drop at the last minute and lose the race. The most dangerous of all deeds that can ruin our rewards and invalidate them is what the Prophet ﷺ described to be a shirkul khafi, hidden shirk, which is to associate someone else in your intention with Allah or totally perform the deed for the sake of someone else. In the book of Al-Imam Al-Tirmidhi, and Al-Albani classified it as authentic. Shufayya Al-Asbahi, Rahmatullahi Alayhi, said, I walked into the masjid once, and Abu Hurayrata radiyallahu anhu was narrating the ahadith of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa So I waited until he concluded and people left. And I went to him, approached him, and I said, I ask you by Allah to tell me a narration you heard from the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa directly. He said, I shall do. I will tell you a narration which I heard directly from the Prophet ﷺ. Then Abu Hurairah started sabbing and almost fainted. And he remained like this for a while and then he recovered. So he repeated the question and the request, Shufayya. And Abu Hurairah anhu again repeated the same thing. He said, I shall do. I will tell you a narration which I heard directly from the Prophet And again, he lost it. He started sabbing, almost fainted. And then stayed like this for a while and then recovered and wiped his face. And for the third time, 
This repeated, but at this third time, he started sobbing severely and almost fainted. And then when he recovered and wiped his face, he radiallahu anhu started bending on his face, almost collapsing on the floor. So Shufayya said, so I took hold of him and supported him for a long time. And then he recovered and wiped his face and said, the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, The first three people Allah Azza wa Jal will bring to accountability on the day of judgment are a person who memorized the Quran, a person who was killed for the sake of Allah, and a person who is extremely wealthy. Then Allah Azza wa Jal will address the person who memorized Quran and say, did I not teach you what was revealed on my messenger? He would say, indeed my Lord, He said, so what did you do with what you learned? He would say, I stood up in prayer during the hours of the night and the hours of the day reciting your book, reciting the Quran. Allah would say, Kadabta, you are lying. And the angels will say, Kadabta. You are lying. You only did that so people would say, Oh, what a good reciter he is. And it was said, Take him and throw him into hell on his face. Then Allah would bring the very wealthy person and tell him, Did I not grant you a lot of wealth and made you in no need for others? He would say, indeed, my Lord. He said, he would say, subhanahu wa ta'ala, so what did you do with what I gave you? He would say, oh Allah, I kept ties by virtue of this. I kept ties, maintained ties with my kinship and spent in charity. Allah would say, Kadabta, you're lying. And the angels would say, Kadabta, you're lying. You only spent so people would say, what a generous man. And then Allah Azza wa Jal will bring the person who was bartered. Brothers and sisters, you see these deeds? A memorizer of the Qur'an in another narration, he is a scholar. 
A person who spent his money left, right and center for the sake of Allah. And the third one is a martyr for the sake of Allah. Allah will bring him and say, for what purpose were you killed? He would say, oh Allah, you commanded us to fight jihad for your sake. So I fought until I was killed for your sake. Allah would say, Kadabta, you're lying. And the angels would say, Kadabta, you're lying. You only did so, so people would say he was courageous. And they did. Abu Hurairah said, then the Prophet ﷺ tapped my knee and said, Oh Abu Hurairah, these are the first three people who would be thrown in the fire of hell. On the day of judgment. This is dangerous. This is dangerous. To do such deeds. And then be thrown in the fire of hell. To get no reward in return of these good deeds. Huge deeds. Huge deeds. Countless rewards. Someone who digs a well will have rewards ongoing until the day of judgment. Someone who sponsors a widow or an orphan is this close to the Prophet in Jannah, supposedly. The one who performs jihad is performing the best deed to which there is no equivalent as the Prophet said in Al-Bukhari. The one who teaches people the Quran or any science of Islam will have everyone asking forgiveness for him, starting from angels until the ant in, this, in its hole. And then come on the day of judgment and discover that all of that has gone to waste. All of that is invalidated. All of that is rewardless. That is the most destructive thing that could ever happen to anyone. So we need to be careful about intentions before, during, and after. Because one can conceal his deed before and during, but then the devil would beautify talking about it in front of people and then render that reward or that deed invalid. We ask Allah to protect us from this. We ask Allah sincerely. Allahumma ghfir lana wa rahamna wa afu anna wa afina.